Hey everybody, welcome back to In Our Opinion with Chuck and Beth. How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. We have so much to talk about. We do. Yeah, there's been a lot going on over the past couple weeks. It's amazing how quick it, like it seems like we. it's been forever since we sat down and done this. And it really hasn't, but there's so much that goes on. Yeah, it. The last week to me has almost kind of felt like Trump was back in office. Like every day there was something, something, (laughs) something big (laughs) happening. Um, So we didn't we didn't record on our normal day last week because I was supposed to go out of town. Right. Didn't go out of town for fucking COVID, Mm. still causing problems in my life. But uh, I'm happy to say that we are all fully vaccinated now. So there shouldn't be any more. COVID problems in my world, <laughs> but who knows? This this is just out of control. Yeah, I'm so over it. I actually, um, the pharmacy that I go to, the pharmacist there, I go to a little mom and pop kind of pharmacy. I love it because every year they actually send me a text message on my birthday. We hope you wow. have a happy, healthy year. <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't know that those still existed. They do. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. Uh, so the last time that I went in to pick up my prescriptions, the gentleman asked me, um, "Are you gonna? have you gotten your vaccine? And I said, no, I haven't. And he said, well, you know, if you wait, we'll be offering it pretty soon. And I said, oh, good to know. Thanks. And he said, I'm going to do it because I feel like I'm not going to be able to travel anymore without proof of getting it. Yeah. So I actually hadn't thought about like, I know cruise ships require it now. Which is interesting because they didn't require you to get a flu shot. Not that I'm comparing it, (laughs) but how many times did we hear about the number of people who were stranded on a boat because everybody came down with the flu? Yeah. Yeah. I had a conversation yesterday, or it wasn't really a conversation. It It was a quick text back and forth. And actually, I think it was today. But, you know, we've talked about in the past where if you talk about something all of a sudden you'll get an ad for it on your phone. They're listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have, I was talking with, um, a family friend and uh, about, um, about a specific university. Mm -hmm. And then she took a screenshot of her Facebook feed and she got an advertisement for that university. And we were talking about it through text messages. So, I mean, it was written, (laughs) I guess it was written on her phone Maybe she said it out loud. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. That but anyway, so, so she gets this advertisement. And so she sends me a picture of it. And she's like, it's nuts. Like, I just got this on Facebook. And I said, you know, it's so, it's so funny to me when people say, like, oh, I don't want the government to know what I'm doing. Or I don't, I, I don't want anybody to know what I do. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm, it's privacy. Yeah. So we all need to give that the fuck up. We really do. They do know. <laughs> they like know if the everything we're doing. Know, Jeff Bezos does. Yeah, and like, if we think that Amazon isn't feeding the government for their zero percent tax rate, like yeah, we're crazy. The government knows everything that we do. So it's so mm-hmm. funny to me when people are like, "I'm not going to fill that form out." So the government my, doesn't need to know anything so, about me, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'll share with you. I, you know, my husband. That's why we don't have like an Alexa or any yeah. any kind of electronic, you know, no ring doorbell. That's why we have windows. Right. Um, because he's so, they're listening in. It's like, you know, they're listening to your phone too, yeah. right? Like, like get a flip yeah. phone. If you're that worried, get a flip phone. Don't text. Don't. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's. There's a big brother thing happening in this country, oh, whether people want to admit it or not. Like, there's still people who are like, "Oh no, the government knows nothing they would about never me." Never do that. Yeah. Yeah, but they would. It, yeah, it is. They would. An absolute crock of shit if you think that that's not yeah. happening to you. <laughs> it's a hundred percent happening to you. Yeah. I feel like it's a big research project. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It's all marketing, anyways. It right? is because they're it just going to lump you into a. Oh, here's your age category, your gender, here's what you're yeah. interested in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's why when the a couple of weeks ago the there was some conversation about whether or not we were going to need vaccine passports. Yeah. And there were so many people who were like immediately like, oh, fuck that. No way. I'm not ever doing that. That's bullshit. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 
if you think the government doesn't already know that you got the vaccine, like you're out of your fucking mind. Like, of course they know. They know every single person who has gotten the vaccine. And they know every single person who didn't. Who did not. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, in, in we'll you know, for me. Ones that are like hoarded into behind a chain link fence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I mean, for me, I already have a passport. Right. Which is, by the way, which is a government issued ID. So if I already have a passport and the government knows I got a vaccine, what the fuck does it matter if I get a vaccine passport? <laughs> like, oh, I don't understand. I don't understand why people are so like, oh, no, no, no. But yeah. There's a lot of people like that, though. Um, I'm probably one of them. Not to the point where it's like, no, I'm not, you know, demand. Um, I'm not planning on getting my vaccine, though. Yeah. Yeah. And here's my reasoning is it has nothing to do with conspiracy theories with the exception of it's just so new. And I feel like they just rushed it so quickly. And there's been a couple of them that they've like said, no, now that so many people have gotten them, they've realized some of the side effects. And it's like, wow, that's really, it's kind of scary to think. Like I'd like to take a little bit. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I haven't done research on other vaccines. So from what I understand, though, there's side effects on the flu shots that we all get every year. Right, which I don't. Um, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I don't. The flu shot. So I used to get the flu shot pretty religiously every year. Yeah. And then I stopped for a long time. And I didn't get sick. And I was like, well, I, I, I just I, I don't know why I'm not doing it anymore. But I'm not. Like, there was no, like... There was, I wasn't like taking the moral high ground or anything. <laughs> like, you know, I wish I could be like, because A and B and right. that's wrong. No. There was absolutely no fucking reason. Right. But I got it this past year because I was like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get the flu and be so scared that it's COVID and just, and then anxiety along with the, like, I didn't want to go through that. So I was like, I'll get the flu shot this year. Uh, apparently my body though has a good, uh, tolerance, if that's, that's the word, yeah. to vaccines. Because I like some people get the flu shot and they're sick for three or four days. Yes, nothing for me. Like, and it's never been. I've never that's gotten great. any reaction from it. I got both my shots uh, for the COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. No reaction whatsoever. I, I think on the second shot, I think I was, uh, I think I was tired. Yeah, but I'm 45. I'm tired every fucking day. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're a kid. Still. I'm not sure if it was just my normal tired or if I was like. Yeah. I've heard hmm, a couple of people say like, oh, the second shot, like I had a couple of body aches. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't like have any not, of that. It, there were some that were like, no, I was really sick. But yeah. the majority of the people that I know are like, no, it just felt like my body ached for a little while. Like I started to get sick, but it wasn't anything yeah, I couldn't. I didn't handle. even get that, and yeah. my mom didn't either. My Good mom time. had her second shot yesterday, and she's had no that's awesome effects whatsoever. So you know, you mentioned the vaccine that they've stopped. Yeah. So there was three of the vaccines. Three vaccines got approved. Mm -hmm. And be careful with the word approved because they're not, they're really, not really FDA approved. approved. Correct. Yeah. So they were approved to use under an emergency usage type thing. Correct. That does not mean that there's been no studies, though. There have not, however, been any long-term studies no. because it hasn't, it, it hasn't been, been here long-term. Long <laughs> but the Johnson & Johnson one got stopped by the government last week mm. because seven people uh, got a blood, blood, blood clot clots, yeah. after getting the vaccine. But... It was seven out of like 1.4 million people. Yeah, got a blood clot. Like I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not against people who are anti-vaccine. Like I'm not. Right. You know, whatever. Right. I do hope that we get to the 75 or 80 percent so that the population does get the herd herd immunity that they talk about. But I don't give a shit if you get it or not. Like right. I got it to keep myself safe. Right. And for my own peace of mind. Like. Right. If somebody chooses to not that. get it, yeah. yeah, you know, if somebody chooses to not get it and then doesn't wear a mask and doesn't do the social distance thing and doesn't do the things that will keep them safe from COVID and then they get COVID, 
I'm not going to feel all that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want anybody to die. I don't want anybody to be no. super sick. But well, it was something with a 98% survival. Yeah, I like, think it's even higher than that now. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. I want to say it's like... Oh, maybe it's it's like 98.6% or something mm-hmm. survival, right? Yeah. Which... And, and I've said this before on, on our show. It wasn't the getting sick that scared me. No. It was the one symptom of not being able to breathe. Right. Scared the shit out of me. Right. And I was like, oh, no, I do not, not living through that. <laughs> want to not be able to breathe. Like, it's true. Like, stuff my nose up, give me a sore throat. I don't give a shit what else happens to me. But if you take my ability to breathe away, that is just terrifying to me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it probably is related to the fact that I've always been terrified of dying of drowning. Me too. Like, I drowning freaks me out. You. Yeah. That's why, like, Tom would love to go on a cruise, and it's like, meh. Yeah. Like, have you seen the movie Titanic? <laughs> no. No, thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I've never gone on a cruise. Mm-hmm. And I think it was about two years ago I said for the first time, like, I think I want to go on a cruise. And then I didn't go. So I, mean, I wasn't thinking about it all that serious. But. <laughs> It was a fleeting thought. Yeah. But you had said something about the seven people who came down with something and versus all the number of people who have had that vac- vaccine. And I just want to remind you that it it took one person to put a hot cup of coffee from McDonald's in their lap while they were driving for them now to put a warning on the label saying, don't like this is hot coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Be very careful. So, the, so they have to do it for their own protection, you know, even if it was just one out of 10,000. Yeah. Well, um, so I have some, you, you, I have a lot of useless information in my head. I love that. And uh, so I actually have read a case study about the McDonald's coffee case. Really? Yeah. I'm interested. So Let's there's some it. facts about that case that a lot of people don't know about. So that that case has become like a laughing stock of our judicial system. Like, yeah. Like that case has become like the poster child of bad lawsuits. Yeah. So and warning actual labels. bad warning labels. And warning labels, yeah. But here's here's the part of that case that nobody knows about. Okay. So when you serve a cup of coffee, and my numbers are not going to be exact, but uh, I'll try to represent what actually happened. Okay. So when you serve a cup of coffee, the temperature should be somewhere in the 160 degree range. Makes perfect sense. I think. I think it's like 160. So when this particular lady got her coffee and she got burned, Uh McDonald's was serving coffee at 210 degrees. That's crazy. That's lava. Like, yeah. So that's why she sued them because I don't blame them. Had it been 160 degrees, which is normal drinking Mm -hmm. temperature for coffee. She wouldn't, she would not have gotten the burns that she got. Yeah. But because it was so significantly hotter than it should have been, mm-hmm. she got like third degree burns as, you know, as opposed to just having to wipe it off and be like, ah, oh, fuck that hurt. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, yeah. So that's, that's the part of the case that people don't know. So was it a frivolous lawsuit? Maybe. But was but they it? They weren't doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. So their answer, it was not court ordered for them to put the warning on. That was McDonald's answer almost kind of as an F you like oh. our coffee's hot assholes, like <laughs> true covering their own ass. But really what they should have done is just turn the goddamn temperature down a little bit. And that would not That's have interesting. happened. And that was an organizational rule or was it because I believe franchises McDonald's is franchised, but is that like all McDonald's coffee was brewed at a very high temperature? I, I, I don't know that. Okay. I don't know if it was just that particular location or I don't, I don't. That's crazy though. Yeah. I mean, I worked in fast food as a teenager. I never remember having like a temperature requirement or anything. Yeah. But no requirement. So it wasn't that, Hey, if this gets to 190 degrees, you can't serve it. So there was never, there wasn't any way to know. I had no idea how hot the coffee was that I I was serving when I was in a restaurant. Yeah. So but yeah, that's the part. That's the part of that case that people don't know that's about. Interesting. It's, you know, it's it's interesting. And this lady, um, the lady who's who was part of that case, she had like a rough life after. Like people were yeah, very mean was, to her for yeah. a lot of years because of that. Yeah. 
Uh, why do we do that as a society? Because we suck. Because it's like the woman suck. who made the choice <laughs> to put um, Gorilla Glue on her hair. Yeah. So she realizes she made a bad choice. But when did it become acceptable to start making fun of somebody that does that? I mean, I to the point to where, like, it's just cruel. Yeah, I would love to blame it on social media because I think social media is the downfall of our entire society. But that was happening just way long before. Personifies it exactly. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it just exaggerates it. But that shit's been going on as long as I can remember. I mean, the yeah. the McDonald's coffee case was in the eighties, I think, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's jump into some of the things that have happened. Um, so we have mentioned a couple of times on the show that we we're not gonna deep dive into <laughs> racial issues. We're not gonna we deep gotta dive. We gotta what we're not gonna do. <laughs> I know, but we're gonna talk about some racial issues. We are, and we're gonna give our opinions. Yes. Um, but we're not going to we're not gonna solve the United States racial issues on our yeah. show. And I, you know, I I just want to throw out there that we do not there's not a racial bone between the two of us no. um and sometimes even saying sometimes in the i mean the the atmosphere around race is so difficult right now that sometimes saying i'm not racist makes you is racist like right. they're like well you you shouldn't have to say that people would just know if you yeah. didn't act racist <laughs> so it's so hard to decide what you can say yes and with you know, with our show, we're in a public forum. So we have to be very careful yeah. to say things. I, I'll give you an example. I said, I was having a conversation probably about a year ago because it was, I, I believe the conversation was around when George Floyd was killed. Right. Or maybe it was, um, maybe it was the young man, Arbery, who was jogging in his neighborhood and got shot oh, by his neighbors. Crazy. Yeah, or, I mean, it was it was around that time, and those things all happened about a year ago. Yeah. So I was having a conversation with a friend, and it was on Facebook, and it was, a, you know, it was public, and it was just, re- it was fucking ridiculous, because, again, social media is just yeah. shit. But I said, trying to relay, like, I don't pay attention to race or that doesn't matter to me. Right. I said, I don't see color when I see people. I see mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I got tore up by friends wow. because now saying that you don't see color is also mm. interpreted as, well, you don't respect the fact that I'm black and you're not recognizing that I have a different culture than you. And so that obviously was not what I was trying to say. Yeah. What I was trying to say was I'm going to learn your culture no matter what. Right. I'm going to try to get to know you as a person no matter what. Right. But everything you say these days just gets turned and flipped. And it's so scary just to be able to talk. Openly. Openly. And you had said something like you had said at the beginning of the conversation, we're not going to solve the racial issue Mm -hmm. on our little podcast but while we won't solve it worldwide, what we're doing is giving people an opportunity to see people having a conversation about sure. it, being open about it. And I think that that's what we need to get to is being civil enough to respect somebody else's perspective yeah. and still feeling comfortable enough to express your own too. Yeah. And, and not... Not out of fear, like. Well, I was gonna try to. I was trying to say, like, recognizing that not everything that somebody says is just a twisted way to yes. really, or a backwards way to attack somebody without yeah. them really knowing it. Like, like. Not everybody. We're not that devious, right? <laughs> I don't have time. I mean, yeah, I'm I, not the smartest person in yeah. the room, so. I remember um, there was also during I think it was during the most recent Supreme Court justice hearing so Amy Barrett Amy yes somebody asked her a question about um, it was a it was an LGBTQ mm-hmm. question of some sort and her response was something like she used the terms 
instead of sexual orientation, she used the term um, like sexual, not, it's not sexual choice, but uh, preference, sexual oh, preference. Okay. okay. So she used the term sexual preference in her response. Mm-hmm. Well, the senator who was questioning her at the time was a Democratic senator from Hawaii. She ripped her apart because by using the word preference, you're implying that they that a gay choice. people have a choice and they, they've chosen to be gay and that's their preference. So I was like, what in the actual fuck? Like, like, I'm gay and I didn't know that I couldn't use that term. Yeah. Like, like it, it, it fucking pissed me off. I actually had people text me, like friends of mine, Texting me, reaching out to me, talking about, did you know that that was a problem? And I was like, no, no. no I didn't know that was a fucking problem. That's cool. The same way I didn't know that saying, I don't see color when it's I meet problem. people. Right. Didn't know that was a problem either. Yeah. So it's interesting. I just had a, just had a conversation with somebody this morning. Um, and they were talking, we were talking about that and, um, in a manner of, like how you're, you're taught hate in your family. Like if you grow up and there's specific, whether it's race or sexual identity, sexual orientation, you're fed that. Sure. And it's a shame because it's just as easy to teach love and acceptance sure. and grace and mercy and you Christians know who I'm talking to. <laughs> yeah. Um, as it is, it, it's, I don't know, it's a sad place where even in your home, you can't have a difference of opinion sometimes. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I will say about social media that is not necessarily something that I hate mm-hmm. are um, other memes that get produced by yeah. different things that happened in pop culture or, or in the news or whatever. But meme creators are brilliant in my mind <laughs> and they're quick. They come up with the shit. So, so fast. I love it. That's awesome. But there's some memes that I saw where there's like a young white kid and a young black kid who are hugging each other. Mm-hmm. And it says, you know, it says something like you're not born yeah. with that in your heart. Like you're taught that. Yes. And it's so true. Like, it is. I, I mean, when you're a kid and there's a, a little boy of a different race, or you're a little boy and there's another boy there who wants to play trucks with you, right. you don't give a rat's ass what you're color they're fucking super excited is. that they're going to play. Yeah, you yeah. just want to play with somebody else. That's and it. So you are taught it. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So when you look at the way, two things I wanted to talk about with the George Floyd case okay. kind of as kind of the reason why, I guess. Okay. One being the media coverage. So I have over the course of the last year or so come to believe in my heart that the Democratic Party don't give a, they don't give a rat's ass about they don't. people of color. Although they have, they have successfully They've created, created a narrative yeah. that everybody thinks that they are that party. They right. are they are the party that will take care of because people don't take the time to know the history. Yeah, yeah. Like if and you look back at the beginnings of the Republican Party, sure. But you don't even have to go back that far, though. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of times people say, "Well, it was the Republicans who freed the slaves." So that was 160 years ago, right? Or it was a Democratic president who passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964, but it, he relied on the Republican Senate right. to pass it. Right. And with but that, that was 60 years ago. We don't right. have to go back that far. Let me just ask you, it's a rhetorical question, but it's something to think about. Would that Democratic president that you're talking about be considered a Democrat nowadays? No. No, no I don't think yeah. anybody who was a Democrat more than 15 years ago yeah, I don't would be considered a Democrat in this yeah. party. 
And people don't get that. Yeah, this party has, this Democratic Party, today's Democratic Party, and they are trying to present <laughs> like they are not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're not fractured amongst themselves. Oh, they are. Oh, they are, they, they, there are several different camps within, within the Democratic Party mm -hmm. right now. And don't get me wrong, there is with the Republicans too. There's yeah, the rhinos it's true. and the new ones. It's yeah. true. I think it's, I, I think it's more of a division in the Democrats though. And I think I that agree. they're going to implode. Yeah. Because Nancy, and I, I will say that Nancy Pelosi, as much of a fucking lunatic as I think that woman is, she she's is. holding it together. A little bit. She she knows how to rally the troops when she has to. Right. But that AOC group, Ooh, they want her position. They are quickly. not going to follow Nancy for very long. No. The Bernie Sanders group is completely. Even though they're kind of allied aligned with the AOC group, they're a different. They have group. their agenda. They have their own agenda that mm -hmm. does not include the AOC Green Deal. No, but they'll use each for other. Free bullshit. To get they do use each other, yeah, and and that's why I think they're going to implode. Hundred percent. So you that. have, and because I actually think, even though she's had to move very far left, I actually think Nancy Pelosi, because of her age and because of how long she's been a Democrat and how long she's been in Congress, I actually think she's closer to the Democratic Party from when I was growing up than hmm. than she's being allowed. <laughs> To, to act. Yeah. Oh. Be, you know, because I think... That's an interesting perspective. I think she's more centrist than what her party is allowing her to be. Because she's pushing back pretty hard on the AOC group. Yeah, she is now. She gives in to them she is now. to keep peace. Right. But she pushes back, you know... I mean, there's been some interviews where they'll ask about AOC, and she'll be like, so I'm not talking about her today. I mean, she's pretty abrupt sometimes. Yeah. But she knows how to play the game because, you know, she's, she's been there for 50 when it, years when it works for Nancy. Sure. But 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 what works for Nancy, I think, is not as extreme as I see what the direction saying. that the party's going yeah. these days. It's not the AOC groups. Yeah. It's not the Bernie Sanders group. Like, so I think she is a little bit closer to the center than those folks. Um. I don't even know where I was going with that, but... Oh, can I just tell you something I learned about uh, Nancy Pelosi? Did you know who her nephew is? No. Gavin Newsom. Really? I'm not even kidding you. My husband told me that the other day. Interesting. After he listened to our podcast, he said, you know who he's related to, right? And I said, no, I have no idea. Nancy Interesting. Pelosi. Well, he, his career started as the mayor of San Francisco. There you go. Which is her district, so... Interesting. Go. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't either. So what Somebody I, I remember where I was that. going with that though. What, what I was going to say was you don't have to go back to the civil war. You don't have to go back to the civil rights act in the sixties. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what our current president, some of the things that he has said in yeah. his own career. Yeah. In the 40 plus years yeah. that he's been in office. Yeah. So, as his vice president, mm -hmm. Kamala Harris, pointed out in one of the debates, <laughs> mm -hmm. Joe Biden worked with a member of Congress, a, me a member of the Senate mm -hmm. from, I want to say, West Virginia. I'm not 100 percent sure of that might be, might be one of the Carolinas, but I and his name is Robert Byrd. Mm -hmm. Robert Byrd was mm -hmm. a 100 percent racist, 100 oh. like KKK. He's the member. gentleman who was like. Like Grand Poobah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so they I don't know. It. Like the, I don't know if he the was big guy with the big the hat. actual like, Grand know. Wizard of the entire KKK, but I know he had some he type had of a some title. Office. Yeah. And he didn't just work for him. This guy mentored. Yes. So he was, yes. Joe Biden was his mentor or the other no, way No, the other way around. Yeah. yeah. So he worked with this Robert Byrd character. Yeah. To fight the segregation of schools, which yeah. Kamala Harris. So eloquently <laughs> let the whole world know about in her when she was very pre-rehearsed attack on him in the debate. Okay. Yeah. There is a quote that Joe Biden made during, during the school segregation 
debates and mm-hmm. during that whole era where he said that he didn't want his children to go to school in a racial jungle. Oh my God. Oh. Now, now, if somebody gets caught today that they took a picture of themselves 30 years ago mm, we've talked in blackface. We've talked about this. Yeah. They get attacked. They are yes. demanded to resign. Yes. You, abs- you are no longer qualified for the job that you're in. Mm-hmm. You are a disgusting racist. You need to resign today. Right. Joe Biden can say, I don't want my children to go to school at a racial jungle. And nobody bats an eye. And it's ignored. Yeah. Uh, he made a comment while he was running for president, I believe in 1988, where he made he made a reference to a 7-Eleven. Okay. And he said something along the lines of, I think he was talking about a, a name tag. Uh-huh. And he made... Something about like how long the name tag had to be or how big the name tag had to be because he was making a reference that all 7-Elevens are owned by Indians from India. Oh, my gosh. Nobody bats an eye at this. I mean, this man has a history well, just recently of racial of issues. Just being running for president yeah. and becoming president. He has. So he has said things. He said things last year during the. Yes. And nobody, During the most recent, yeah. so can you imagine had any Republican? Let's we'll take Trump off the table. Right. We had some. We had Republican X running against right. Joe Biden. Right. And the Republican says on a public interview mm-hmm. that makes it to the airs, the Republican says. If you don't know if you're going to vote for me or Joe Biden, then mm. you ain't black. Right? Why did that not... The Republican would have had to step down. Oh, yeah. Immediately. The media coverage would have been so out of control. It would have, um, yeah. And... Politically crucified him. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I want our listeners to understand, I'm not making this shit up. No. Like, all of this can be fact-checked. You can look up you can look up Joe Biden racial quotes. I mean, it's probably a Google page at this point. But these are those are three examples of things that he has said in his career. One is recently as a year ago. One is recently, or one as far back as the school segregation issue. So that was in the 60s and 60s, 70s, I yeah. would imagine. So, yeah, so he has made these comments throughout his career. Oh, by the way, he also was the author of the 1994 crime bill. Mm-hmm which is notoriously known for singling out singling out yes. black men yeah and putting them in jail right for extended amounts of time yes he's the author of that bill mhm and which by the way nobody talks about that like deeply dives into right. that like they talk about it on the surface and then they move on yeah yeah or they don't talk about it yeah because the way that our media works these days is they decide what gets covered. Isn't that crazy? And they decide the narrative and they choose who they want mm-hmm. to be president. So skipping a beat a little bit or changing the subject just a little bit because that reminded me of something else. So there's, did we talk about Project Veritas on the last show? feel like we may have mentioned it I think or we, we have did. before well there was Are this you issue about the most so, recent one yeah so recently yes. there was an employee of cnn who got recorded yes. saying that they use cnn yeah i built so i believe they he thought he was going on like a match.com date it was some kind of dating site that somehow they were put together and he was being secretly recorded secretly recorded yeah yeah and he openly admits that cnn uses their platform as propaganda Absolutely. for the person that they want to win political office. Yeah. So in my opinion, CNN is no longer a news organization. No. Whatsoever. Yeah. Just a day or two after the release of this video, mm-hmm. Twitter bans Project Veritas from Wait, their platform. 
What about the guy from CNN? Did no, they he's fine. <sighs> so again, social media yeah. deciding. Big tech. They're deciding what we can see and what we can hear and what we can read. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't fit and their it narrative. Me up because you and I both know somebody's going to be listening to this and their first thing that they're going to think, there's got to be at least one of them. Oh, they're such conspiracy theorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm as far from a conspiracy theorist as you yeah. can get. Like I, I, I don't, but it's a I, shame I, that you're not I can't a even free think thinker. That and we have thought it, we've talked about being a free thinker, like just like put down everything that whether you're right side, left side, center, Put down what you're supposed to think about and just start thinking on your own. Just try it for a week. See yeah. how it does. Like, yeah. You'll be fine. You'll survive. And, well, I will tell you, in our society, that is almost impossible because you need yeah. to completely disconnect Yeah. to be able to do that. So let's jump back into yes, the trials and that we kind of stuff. That. I, I got away from where I wanted to go with that. So, so you have this Democratic Party who has has successfully presented themselves as the party for people of color. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the most recent trial of the police officer in former police officer in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. where he murdered George Floyd mm-hmm. and in the case that just happened like two days ago in Columbus, Ohio, where the, there's a 16-year-old girl oh, yes. with a knife yes, who is actively attacking trying another girl, to, yeah. trying to stab to kill another girl. Yes. So she gets shot and she gets killed. Mm-hmm. Now, our politicians are giving opinions and mm. speaking publicly about these things in a way that I think is inappropriate. So, yeah, yeah. because they're, they're doing what they brought impeachment process on yeah. our president for doing Yeah, what they said. Oh, you're, you're inciting a yeah. mob. But when you have somebody who takes that opportunity, social media, media media and says listen if the verdict is not guilty you know what you have to do sure well the narrative from the media about the george floyd trial was it wasn't it wasn't the former police officer who was on trial it was the united states of america is on trial mm-hmm. we this is this is the future of our country yeah which i don't even i don't even a hundred percent disagree with that. Like I do kind of feel like there's it was our society have to be made. Sure. It was our society that needed, to, that needs to take a look at some shit. Yeah. I, and I, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But when a sitting member of Congress mm. who, by the way, does not represent Minneapolis. No. Shows up in downtown Minneapolis saying things like you need to be more aggressive when you're out on the streets protesting and you yeah. need to be more confrontational and you yes. need to, you know, you need to fight. How for is this person not being brought up on the same charges that they've brought up other people on? Sure. I mean, she was using words that were more aggressive yes. than what Trump used in his January yeah. 6th speech. Absolutely. She was saying, be confrontational, get in their face, mm-hmm. be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. She was telling people when she was using the word, we need to fight for this. She actually meant fight. Yes. And I believe that when Trump said we need to fight for this, although I have said on this podcast in the past, that I do believe that that hour long speech that Trump made, I do believe that that was a subliminal message to his supporters that said, go and take care of me. I do believe that. But he, he was not using words like get in their face, get confrontational, be aggressive. You know, he was saying we need to fight for our country. You need to walk, you need to march down to that Capitol and you need to fight for our country. And he was saying things like that. This woman is on the streets in the midst of the protesters saying, 
confront them, yes. fight them, yep. get in their face. And I don't, I'm not okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with that. By the way, we're talking about Maxine Waters, who's about 115 years old, <laughs> congresswoman <laughs> from California. Um, but I just don't agree that our elected officials mm -hmm. should be acting that way. If you want to have a press conference and you want to give your opinion about the case and you want to tell people yeah, what you think about the case, to do that. I, I would yeah. support you 100%. I don't, I'm not comfortable with the way she handled it. Not at the all. same way that I'm not comfortable with the president of the United States saying, I hope the jury comes back with the right verdict. Mm. Exactly. So in my opinion, so we're that to have a judicial system. That yeah. I mean, that says to me, blind thing. No. Yeah. That says to me that the president doesn't understand that regardless of how juries come back, yeah. we as a society, since the beginning of time, have respected the what process of a jury. Absolutely. So when he says, I'm praying for them to come back with the right verdict, mm. I, I really do wonder, not that I wanted this man to be not guilty, I really do wonder, though, what he would have said if it was, in his opinion, the wrong verdict. You mean Joe Biden? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just thought it was very irresponsible of the president to do that. It is. Now, but we've talked about the same feeling the same way. You've expressed the same thing about Trump. So we're not sure. picking on Democrats. Yeah. We're not singling him out. You've said the same exact thing about things that Trump has sure. said. It's very irresponsible for you to say that. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that. You're not swaying one side or the other. You're just saying you have to be careful with the forum that you choose to express your opinion yeah, in and agreed. how you choose to do it. Agreed. So with this most recent case with the young woman who was killed by the police with the knife. Yeah. So if you see the video and actually today, a new video got released that was recorded from a neighbor across the street, had wow. some type of a camera on his garage that picked up the whole thing. Wow. And in my opinion, I don't know this cop was in a catch 22. Mm -hmm. So he either shot her and killed her or he sat or he watched, watched her stab and possibly kill someone else. Yeah. So <laughs> this cop was going to be a villain. Well, no matter which way, no matter he what decided. he did. Yeah. So he shot her. So now he's a murderer for killing the girl. Yeah. Or he did nothing to protect this this other, other girl, girl who got stabbed. I mean, th this cop, I, I don't envy him. I don't envy at all. any law enforcement person. Yeah. yeah. So NBC News, <laughs> <laughs> they got caught uh, twisting facts a little bit on this case. Oh, I did not hear about this. Yeah. So, you know, the scroll across the bottom of the screen when Lester Holt was reporting this story the yeah. other night on NBC Nightly News. It said, 16-year-old girl shot by cop, shot and killed by cop while holding a knife. So if you see this video... They were to do a, a retraction on that. No, 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 no. If you see this video, though, she's swinging the knife. She's yeah. actively attempting to stab the other girl yeah. with this knife. And in this, in the frozen shot of the video where you can see the knife, it's not small. Like it wasn't a little pocket knife. No, like it was it a is, knife. It's yeah, it's a legit knife. Mm -hmm. And she's actively swinging towards this girl, mm -hmm. trying to stab this girl. Cause harm. Yeah. So they also played part of the nine one one call. Oh, I have not heard this. Okay. Yeah. So the initial call says. There's somebody frantically calling 911, and she says, we need the police here as soon as possible. There's a girl trying to stab us. Mm. And then the dispatcher says, the dispatchers, he said something, and she said, we need the police here. And then the dispatcher said, have you seen any weapons? And the girl never responds. Well, they, so then he asks again, have you seen any weapons? And she responded, we need the police here now. 
Mm. See, so. So she said, we need the police here because somebody's trying to stab us. There's a girl trying to stab us. NBC News did not play that portion of the call. Oh. They only played the, uh, do, do you, you see, see any weapons? weapons? No, no response. response. Do you see any weapons? We need the police here. That's the part of the 911 call that oh. NBC News played. Shame on them. But that's how they control this narrative. Of course they do. So let's jump back to the George Floyd okay. case. Yes. Because I was watching the news coverage of the verdict. So he was found guilty on all charges. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. In my opinion, they got the right verdict. Right. <laughs> and we just talked about this before starting our recording. There was no need if somebody is already in handcuffs, right. already detained, why would you go? Yeah. Why would you? The do use that? of force was unnecessary at that Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I laughed there when I said he, they got the right verdict because I just <laughs> talked about Biden saying that. And yeah. There's a difference between me with, you know, our little podcast saying, yeah. in my opinion, it was the right verdict, and the president of the United States saying it before the verdict exactly was but, even announced. Yeah. Like, because let me ask you a question: Was this jury sequestered? No. There you go. They were not. So if we talk about the Maxine Waters thing and the Joe Biden thing with that trial, there was a day, I think it was the day after the Maxine Waters incident, uh -huh. where the judge was not fucking happy about it. I can it. imagine. You just shit all over our judicial yeah. process. And he basically said, this case will probably be turned over in an mm -hmm. appeal, regardless of what the verdict is. It'll probably mm -hmm. be turned over on appeal based, based solely on, on this happening. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of like talking heads on TV have said since that that's not necessarily true. They will have to prove that a member of the jury heard her comments, Who but they weren't sequestered. Yeah. So who didn't hear those comments? Though? But I, like, I don't even watch the news and I, right. Heard those comments. <laughs> I was really, uh, I was really impressed with the judge though, because he said he went on, he he did a little monologue regarding Maxine Waters, mm -hmm. and he he scolded her. Who was this? I'm sorry. The judge in the trial. Oh, okay. So okay. he he scolded her, basically saying like there are three equal parts mm. of our government. Yes. And when a member of another branch of our government is out speaking in that way mm. against another branch of the government, yeah, it doesn't allow the, the quality of the branches yeah. to actually play out the way that it should. Mm -hmm. And in he, I mean, he he had a very impassioned speech about. I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah, about what she about what she said and did, and about the separation of the branches mm -hmm. and how the, the separate branches of our government are equal, and mm -hmm. that she needs to maybe look into that a little bit. <laughs> um, but it was a very, it was a very powerful moment in wow. that trial. I did not watch any of the trial. I only mm -hmm. saw that because it was on the news the, you know, the night after she, she made her comments. But, uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, about George, the George Floyd trial was, and, and again, this about race, but not diving in. Right. So the narrative the entire time has been the white cop kills the black man, yeah. right? That's mm -hmm. been what we've been fed for a year. Right. And that is, in fact, what happened. Right. I'm not going to try to pretend that that's no. not what happened. That is, that's the Those fact. are the facts. Yeah. However, not one time during the course of the entire trial, not by the prosecution and not by the defense, was race talked about. Interesting. The prosecution didn't have to use no. that this guy is a racist, disgusting pig of right. a human being to get their verdict. Their point, yeah. Right. Maybe he is a disgusting, racist pig. Maybe he is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Right. I know one thing about this former police officer. Mm-hmm. He killed George Floyd. That's the only thing that I know about this man. Correct. And so it was never, ever mentioned during the trial. Race was not a part of the trial whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then I heard somebody on the news the night of the verdict who said something that really struck me. 
And he said, this case never had to even mention race because nobody saw that video and thought anything other than he just murdered him. Yeah. 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 So this person on TV was saying, I don't know a white person who said, oh, that's not murder. That's what the cops do. Yeah. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody. I this, Our country was not divided no, but over the sure George Floyd the case. opportunity to cause but that division. The media, mm-hmm. politicians. Yes. Celebrities. Yes. They made that something that it wasn't. Our country was, uni- was unified. Is that a word? Unified. unified? Yeah. <laughs> Our country was unified behind saying this what motherfucker just murdered wrong. somebody exactly. on video. Exactly. Everybody had jaws on the ground like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then over the course of the next days and weeks and months, they just run this narrative that it's because he was black. It's yeah. because he was black. It's because he was black. That's all we heard for a year. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was because he was black. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I don't know anything about that cop. I don't know if he's a racist pig. He could be. Yeah. But his my action. point is the media doesn't fucking know either. No. But that's what that was their narrative that they wanted you to think. And so they they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it until they got it. Mm-hmm. Because the best way to keep us divided and not feel comfortable to sit down and have a discussion and yeah. solve the issue is to come under the guise of fixing yeah. us versus them. Yes. All the time. Yeah. What, what do you think? And this is going back to our last episode where we talked about trying to get any level of some type of a politician to come and be interviewed by <laughs> yeah. us, whether it be a mayor of a small town, whether it be our senator or somebody, yeah. we want to try to get somebody. Mm-hmm. What do you think they would say if my question was, why does the government not want their people mm. unified? I think it would depend on the politician. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't. And I hate to say that. And I'm not talking party. Yeah. I'm talking the difference between somebody who thinks, okay, I'm sitting on a podcast that is just local, not very high numbers, it's not sponsored, pretty much say whatever I want to. Yeah. And then there's someone else who says, I have to like walk this fine line yeah. of being careful about every single thing. So I have a different opinion. I think every Good. single person who's in a political position, no matter what the political position is, I think every single person would give us the exact same answer. And I think the answer they would give us is, oh, no, we absolutely we want them yeah. to be unified. So that's what interesting. do you mean? I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. no, what do never. you mean? We would never. never want our country to be divided. I, I, I would agree with you that that would be a great way of them starting their statement. But I think that there's going to be those rogue people who are like calling it out. No, they want to keep you divided. So they've created their own voting block. They've created like this division that will never allow the United States to continue to be the best country that could be. Because we have this internal, I think that there would be a couple that would, would say that. I I want to, that's going to be one of my questions when and if we get someone on because I'm waiting to hear back from Kristen cinema. Oh, really? Yeah. I I told you I was going to reach out to her. That would be that would be so amazing. Wouldn't that be awesome? So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna change gears. Okay. But we're gonna kind of go back to the beginning again because I I'm gonna read something that I saw on Facebook. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna read it twice. Thank you. And on on each each time that I read it, I'm gonna change. Tone a word or two. There you go. No, 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 not tone and inflection. I'm just going to change a word or two. Okay. So this is a story that I saw that I wanted to share. Okay. So it says, um, my boyfriend won't let me visit my friends or family. 
He has made me stop all contact with them unless it's on the phone. But then, a couple weeks ago, he told me to go out for a meal with my friends. But when I did, I got punished for it. I know he'll tell me to do it again, though, so I don't know what action to take. He keeps doing this to me. He makes me feel like I'm going crazy for thinking he's controlling, but actually, I'm being ungrateful. Hmm. Oh, wait. He makes me feel like I'm going crazy for thinking he's controlling me. Wait, why can't I? Hold on. (laughs) All right, let me start that part over. He makes me feel like I'm going crazy for thinking he's controlling, but actually I'm being ungrateful. It's because he cares about me. Hmm. He didn't want me going to the gym anymore, so I don't do that. He Hmm. also doesn't let me go to work. He told me to only rely on him for income and that he will look after me. I'm not allowed to go out unless it's for necessities. But when I do, I need to share my location with him, no matter where I go. If I don't check in with him when I get to the shop, I could get in trouble. Hmm. I missed my mom so much last week that I snuck off to see her. He caught me, and I was told off for it. Hmm. My grandma is currently dying in a nursing home, but I've been forbidden to see her. I'm not allowed to do anything unless he says I can. I wanted to book a holiday to go and visit relatives. He said no. I wanted to go back to school and learn some new skills. I wasn't allowed to do that either. As soon as he says I'm allowed to do these things, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Mm. I know the time will come soon. He will change. I know he's only doing this because he loves me. He cares about me. He's doing all this for my own good. <laughs> so when I read that, it, it, it really caused emotions that I was yeah. like, oh, man. It's powerful. It's like, get so out disgusting. of the situation. Do you not understand? He's not going to change. Yeah. You know, and I've had family members who have been, you know, in abusive yeah. relationships and yeah. I've had friends who have been in situations where, you know, they, they've been in situations similar to that and they, and they say things like, you know, or, or people say to them, why didn't you just leave? Yeah. You know, and I've thought that. Mm-hmm. When I I've think heard we all about have people, anytime and, and that we've heard that, yeah, yeah. I've thought that. Uh, I I hope that I've never been insensitive enough to say that to somebody who mm-hmm. I care about. But the answer always is, it's not that easy. It isn't. It isn't because you you start. There's also almost a an internalization of twofold. I think is he loves me and he wants to protect me. Right. And I can change him. Right. Yeah. So that story brings up a lot of emotions. I think in anybody, anybody who hears that. Yeah. You I know, mean, you're already it, visualizing this young woman and right. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it makes you just sad. Like it, mm-hmm. it's just sad that we have somebody would be able to control. Yeah. That we have that people way. that really treat, others like that yeah under the guise of love mm-hmm. right yeah. okay so now i'm going to tell you that that was a fake story oh okay not real okay i'm going to read it again i'm going to change one word okay but i want you to think about covid mm. when i change one word <laughs> that you just yeah okay go ahead my government mm. won't let me visit my friends or family. Ugh. My government has made me stop all contact with them unless it's on the phone. But then the other week, he told me to go for a meal with my friends. When I did, I got punished for it. Mm. I know the government will let me do it again, though. So I don't know what action to take. Mm. They keep telling me. Oh, no. He keeps, they keep doing this. They make me feel like I'm going crazy for thinking that they're controlling us, but actually I'm being ungrateful. Mm. It's because they care about us. <laughs> the government didn't want me going to the gym anymore, yeah. so I don't. Huh. The government doesn't let me go to work. They told me to only rely on them for income mm. and that he will look after me. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go out unless it's for necessities, but when I do, I need to share my location with the government, yes. no matter where I go. If I don't check in with him when I go to the shop, I could get in trouble. Mm-hmm. 
I missed my mom so much last week that I snuck off to see her. The government caught me, and I was told off for it. My grandma's dying in a nursing home, but I've been forbidden to see her. I'm not allowed to do anything unless the government says I can. I wanted to book a holiday to go visit relatives, but the government said no. I wanted to go back to school and learn some new skills. They said no. So you see where I'm going with that? I do. So... And, you know, I can be honest and tell you same emotions. Like, why are we believing this? Yeah. So when I first read that. Why are we not leaving? Like, that's what you said is, I hope I'm never insensitive enough to say to somebody who's in that situation with an abusive partner. Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you leave? It's the same thought as, why aren't. Why are we allowing it? Yeah. Why are we allowing it? Yeah. Because and it we've, was so we've lost. easy to happen in 2020. Yeah. It's going to be even more easy for it to happen again. That's what scares me. Yes. We showed our government last year that we will do whatever the fuck they tell us. To. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Close every gym in the country. Okay. Okay. No problem. Yeah. So when I first read that, so, so I said that was a fake story and whatever. So when I first read it, it brought back memories of friends and family members who have mm. gone through that type of a situation. Yeah. So remember back to the first time I read it when you were thinking it was about a young girl and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And on the bottom of it, it said, oh, wait, did I say boyfriend? I meant government. Oh. Oh. And so then I read it again and I was like, holy different. shit. <laughs> so we're going to leave our listeners with that this week. Yeah. I let, love let's that. Let's leave it there. And I think we all need to take a look and say, have I given up too much because That's a great of a virus? Yeah. I believe that the first two weeks, maybe the first month, maybe even the first six weeks of shutdown mm-hmm. were necessary so that we could at least get our heads wrapped around what was happening. Right. I agree. But like with we you. talked about last week, we're a year in. Florida has never shut down. They do not have a higher death rate than California and New York who have still shut down. Like we've, we've, we as a society have given up a lot. Yeah. A lot of things that are people given to us and died for in order for us to have. Yeah. And so it fucking pisses me off that the government has allowed this to happen. Um, so that the government has done it. Here's my opinion in what you just said it fucking pisses me off that we allowed the government, not that the government allowed it to happen yeah. because they're the ones who did it. Right. I'm pissed off because much like the first story, where's her support system? Where's the giving them the confidence to stand up to say, I do not deserve. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a good way to end the show um, this week. Great. I, I loved um, this conversation it was too. a really great conversation um, and again we can't solve these racial issues but, but I think I'm willing that, to sit down at the table and have yeah, a I want to talk about it yeah yes and I and I want and I hope that the people who are fighting for equal rights and the people who are fighting to be recognized start holding the media accountable because the media the media is driving a narrative that is not always true. Right. And so they're making you hate other people and mm-hmm. those other people don't necessarily hate you back. Right. And so we, something needs to be removed from the equation. And the I think the first thing we should is we need media. to stop paying attention to everything NBC news tells us or everything that Fox news tells us or yeah, it doesn't matter. everything that any, anything, if you are a member of the media, in my opinion, you hold as much credibility Thank as no. LeBron James. Thank you. And in my mind, LeBron James should just fucking play basketball and shut his fucking mouth. That's what his job is. Yeah. Like, and, and I want, I want all celebrities. I love watching LeBron James play basketball. Right. He's amazing. He, I mean, I've followed his career. I am a fan of LeBron James, but I don't want to hear your political views. Right. Madonna, shut the fuck up. Please. I don't care what you think. Yeah. I love your music. 
you're a celebrity. You are a bazillionaire right. because of your music. Mm-hmm. I and I understand you have a platform. I understand. Like, yeah. I get it. But when everything that comes from your platform is just dividing and hating people, mm. it's not helping. It isn't. So anyway, that's my that's my take on it. I. I loved this conversation. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was really good. And and I wish that everybody could sit down with their friends and yeah. family. And feel and comfortable enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I think the world needs is no more square tables. <laughs> no, let me tell you why. Because look at the table that we're sitting at is uh-huh. round, everybody. But to the left is a square table. You know what that square table does? It purposefully gives me a side yeah and it gives you a side this round table just gives us the opportunity to be open yeah yeah more people need to do that that's a great way to look at it thanks i actually have a brain (laughs) (laughs) hey everybody thank you for joining us this week um we will talk to you again next week i hope you have a wonderful weekend and wonderful week beth absolutely i hope you do too my friend thanks for having me talk to you soon see you later (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.